0: Hey John, it's Shark Week and I'm hoping you can cover a story for me. It's an unsolved case that is surely worthy of a debate. When a young woman is found in the nude, mangled, ripped apart, torn open, sliced and diced more than twice, then washed up dead on the beach, being picked apart by the birds, locals find it rather odd. They can't quite sink their teeth into the police theory that this is just another Jaws type tragedy. Why was the girl naked? Why did she have and in her stomach. Was it really a shark since they're never spotted in the area? Oh, and what about the stalker, the creepy older boy on the motorcycle? Anyway, I'm sure you'll have some fun deep diving into this mysterious case. Love you guys. Best podcast ever. Love, Juju. We're gonna start over here. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Talk Murder to Me. So on this episode, we are doing a surprise shot for Shelly. Hey, Shelly. Thank you for (laughs) supporting us and our shenanigans. This one was not a surprise shot request in particular, so... Shelly, you get my pick of the day, and if uh, you are a Supremo and have your surprise shot dedication, be sure to just send us a message on what poison you would like us to drink.
1: Yes, you can also select who
0: selects the surprise shots as well. It can
2: also literally be poison.
0: I mean, we'll we'll probably drink whatever it is that you tell us to, unless (laughs) it is poison. poison. I mean, Um, depends on the day.
1: Surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Boo,
0: boo. What do you think of the uh, hard kombucha?
2: I don't know. I'm already pretty buzzed. Me too. Can I have my shot, please? Or am I just going to take it telepathically?
1: I had the best sour beer recently from Edmunds oh, O. So it was sherbet flavored.
0: Ugh, you got to see if you can find what it. It's this? probably a total wine.
2: Why didn't you just get the shit we just had? We it was ate, good. We drank
0: it all. Oh, we drank it all. Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of sherbet.
2: Oh, fuck. My, oh, God, my liver just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, dude. I'm sorry, bro. I'm out.
0: Cool. What was that? <laughs> that was orange liqueur. It was a fancy orange liqueur. Is that what you put in our margarita earlier? I did put a drop in our margarita earlier.
2: So, welcome to Talk Murder Me. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on talkmurder.com. You can go there, there's a blog there. This is episode 243. 243. That's not a divisible number, I'm pretty sure.
1: No, but two times two equals four, and four
0: minus one equals three. We'll have to do something really big for our 250th.
2: Not like really. <laughs> you just take surprise shots and do another episode. In
0: three weeks, it'll be...
1: Yeah! Our, that will be in three weeks or so, and it'll, it'll be around be, the time I party. It'll be
0: Jen's Let's... 30th birthday. two fifty.
2: Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on TalkMurder.com. This is episode number 243. We're also also recording this on YouTube, so you can go there and watch the video of us recording this tonight. We're going to April 16th, 1994, and we're going to a Wells Vagina.
1: San Francisco. <laughs> San Diego. San Diego.
2: San Diego. San Diego. San
1: Diego. <laughs> San Di- San Diego. Doesn't it mean Saint Francisco?
2: <laughs> no, it's a vagina. Saint <laughs>
1: Diago. San Diego. San Why do I keep San Francisco? I don't know. It's cool means San enough? Diego.
2: Tonight we're talking about a Jane Doe at first when she was found murdered. And this is July 11th. We're doing this episode. And if you don't know, today is the start of Shark Week.
0: It's Shark Week, isn't it? You bet your ass it is.
2: Shark Week, the best thing about summer. Starts July 11th on Discovery and Discovery Ah. Plus. And I plan... To watch every Sharknado, I think they're up to six. I have now. not seen
0: any of the Sharknados. Wasn't Tara Reid in the first one? Yeah, Probably. she was
2: so hot too.
0: Why does everyone think Tara Reid is hot? She's trash. Well, she has, I don't think she's trash. I yeah. think she's okay. She's, I mean, she cleaned up her act. I think she's fine.
2: She's so trash because she's anyway. trash she's got that appeal to her where it's like I don't know if I want to
0: was it was she in American Pie she was she was also
1: in Josie and the Pussycats Josie and the Pussycats (sighs) and that one movie with Ashton Kutcher was it Just Married no that was Brittany Murphy uh, she's
2: got that vibe where it's like I don't know if I should introduce her to my mom or not because she's kind of slutty but she's so hot I don't
0: know is that how you felt about me
2: pretty much
1: (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> well, no one will feel that way about me. They'll be like, I don't know if I should introduce her to my mom because she won't put out. So I don't know if I can see this for long, long.
2: <laughs> no,
0: that's a good thing. It's and all about, mom's love no, that. No,
2: it's all about putting out, Jen.
0: I know. That's why I'm going to be a single forever. <sighs> no, it's not, Jen. No, Jen,
2: it's not. I mean, I
0: went on 30 match.com dates before I met 20, John. good It's 2021. 30? Did you take tally of them? It was easily 30. Wow. And
2: somehow I'm the best.
0: But I realized what I did and didn't like, and it was practice.
2: It's all practice. Yeah. Putting out I practice. I've never
0: dated to anyone really before. You
2: got to put out. No, it's you 2021, don't. Jen.
0: Well, stop it. I'm going like, to throw this <laughs> in your face. No, you don't. I know I don't. You said
2: you do. <laughs> Here's the thing you do. Just
1: ignore him. I am. I'm taking his advice into consideration, but also knowing that for myself, I don't need to do anything I don't want to do. I
0: don't, uh, like, uh, tw- 28 out of 30 of them only had a first date, so. And the other tw- two, two you had. You said 20. <laughs> well, the other, I was going to say 20, you know, whatever. So the only other two had a second or a third date, and that was it. That's all they made it yeah. to.
2: My first date, I got to fourth base.
0: That's home plate. That's not true. Home plate, home
2: run. That's
0: false information. In the
2: dugout, if you know what I mean. That's for you, Marty.
0: Welcome to talk murder to me. (laughs) Marty. Marty,
1: fuck Marty. (laughs) Fuck Marty. (laughs) Marty called me a charity case. (laughs) What? Yeah, Marty called me a charity case in the YouTube comments. Uh, He said that I am 100% a charity case. (laughs) That's mean. I don't care. I, you know, I want him to know that I read it and... You know what?
2: <laughs> tonight we're going to San Diego, the Wells Vagina, April 16th, 1994. We're talking about a strange case tonight. Is it murder or is it a shark attack? Wait, what?
0: Damn How would you it. not
2: know if it's murder it. or a shark attack? I don't know. We're about to find out on the Talk Murder Man podcast. Stay tuned after this commercial break. <laughs>
0: Have you ever been to a... Orlando when they had the Jaws. It's no longer, I think, an exhibit or a ride. At Universal? Yeah.
1: No, but I did jump off the Jaws Bridge in Martha's
0: Vineyard. Oh, I have not done that.
2: Jane Doe was found by two fishermen around Sunset Cliffs in San Diego. This is Sunset Cliffs right here. Oh, that is literally a cliff at Sunset. It's a a, quote, rutted sandstone face unpredictable as hell by wave and weather action chunks of it break and drop into the sea without notice people get married here people fall to their deaths here do
1: people jump to their deaths here because I feel like I feel like that they may that may be a, a place um I know San Diego is different than San Francisco, but you know how San Francisco is famous for the bridge you yeah. know, jumpers. But like people jumping off a of cliff into that rocky bottom there.
2: No, not really. San Diego is, or the the bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge is, it's like the suicide force. It's, you don't go there to kill yourself. Like no one goes here to kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? No. There, there's like a, there's certain sp- Places that you know to go to kill yourself, type of thing like the suicide forest, yeah, the bridge, the, the Golden San Gate Francisco bridge, bridge, even though they yeah. put net. Have you seen that documentary? Maybe, dude, you should watch if I it. If you would know, you would know. It's basically about the jumpers, I think it's called like jumpers, maybe, but it's all about the San Francisco or the excuse me, the, the, the Golden, Golden Gate, Gate bridge. bridge jumpers, and it is so. I don't know, heartbreaking? Or I may just,
1: have napped to it. It
2: sounds familiar. But they, no, you would have seen it. But I remember this one guy, he, that I mean, because it was like a couple years, these cameramen would just sit out there every day and film the bridge without the jumpers knowing, and they would come up and just jump, you know, Yikes. commit suicide, and then they would kind of go into the backstory of who they were.
1: Hmm. Interesting. It's fucking
2: telling, man. And then... Obviously, the Golden Gate Bridge has nets now where Mm. you can't, or it's harder. I
1: think the Ravenel Bridge needs it. I'm pretty sure a
2: couple couple years
1: ago, someone, a student
2: did. Yeah, but a couple years, I mean, I'm talking every year, people, like 20 or 30 people jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. That's different.
1: Have you guys, have either of you driven up the Pacific Coast Highway in California? Mm -mm. It's very beautiful. Very twisty, turny. Um, kind of scary if you've never, if you're not used to driving on it, but my, my family and I drove from, uh, San Diego up to San Francisco on the Pacific coast highway. It was, uh, um, well, we started in San Diego. I was kind of asleep in the car, so I don't know exactly where it starts, but it does go up the coast of California. Um, and it was, it was very beautiful. And this, uh, kind of reminds me of like the twists and turns and ebbs and flows of the coast of California.
2: Yeah. So, the picture you're looking at now about this um, a photo here, the, the sand there is very, a very it gives away very easily. So a lot of people get on the edge there and the, the rock actually gives away. And like a lot an of people, avalanche? Kind of, yeah. But it's very soft and a lot of people fall to their deaths accidentally because they don't know it's so soft. And they just fall right down there. So that's the, uh, the Sunset Cliffs in San Diego in the Wells Penis. Vagina. No, oh, Wells Vagina.
1: Can you, may I request that you put the sound <sighs> clip in there?
2: This is a, uh, what you're looking at now is just a sign that says, Sheer Unstable Cliffs, Stay Back. We have signs like that around, uh. Where we live here in Sullivan's Island and Palms they say not the cliffs per se, but the uh, the rap, the um, the riptides yeah. and, and whatnot. There's always danger signs, and they're always in the English and Spanish, hmm. uh, telling people not to swim or whatever. I want to tell you if you're not from the beach or you don't live near the beach, like you know we do. We live relatively close to the beach. If you see a sign, you better fucking abide by the sign because they put those signs there for a fucking reason. Mm. Yeah, kind of like the cliff walk in Newport. Yeah, they're not putting those there to just piss people off. They're putting those there because people usually fucking died. died. (laughs) So this sign is right where the victim was found tonight. It says "unstable cliffs, stay back, danger." Now there was two fishermen's. On April 16th, this is 1994, right here in San uh, Diego, San Diego, the uh, ocean beach, actually. They see a group of seagulls. And I hate seagulls. I can actually attest to this because it was about two months, three months ago. I was out on the beach. Riding my bike, I think, and there i I thought I saw on the sandbar about like maybe 50 yards out, I thought it was a well, or not a well, but like a big dolphin that was beached.
1: Oh no, What and did it you was,
2: do? It was just black, and then i I had binoculars at the time, so I was like looking at it, and I was like, "Wow, that kind of resembles a human body. And it turns out that it was a human. Oh. It it was a teenager that had died. If you see the pictures of the teenager, he actually fell off the boat, you know, a couple miles upstream away from the ocean, and he drifted dead, obviously, but he was a skinny kid. But when I was looking at him through the binoculars, I thought he was some sort of big animal because his body had bloated oh my so much that it looked like a mini whale or like a fat fucking dolphin. It was oh. huge. And and everyone that was stopping by, they didn't know what it was. It, yeah. It's not like a, a dead body. If you see a dead body just laying there, it looks like a, just a body. If you see a body that has been submerged in fucking the ocean for I think it was like 2 weeks and then finally drifted to the uh to the coast. It looks like a huge bloated body. It's huge. You wouldn't even think it's a human. No one thought it was a human. And then it was only me cuz I had the binoculars. Uh-huh. That I could see that was a human. Wow. But uh, there was like all kinds of cops out there and whatnot.
1: Yikes. But it's not unreasonable for you to have thought it was a dolphin because you said you've s- you swam with dolphins out there on Sullivan's before yeah, like, they, all the time.
2: They come really close, actually.
1: But remember, we don't touch the dolphins because it right. gets sort of their protective layer.
2: Yeah. Unless you touch them intimately. And Which
1: hopefully you're not doing.
2: And they're... You know, their genitals. Obviously, well, they're
1: known to rape other dolphins, not humans. <laughs> they are <laughs> <laughs> not humans, but other dolphins.
2: Two fishermen, they are out swimming together. Which now that now that I read that, it was like two fishermen out swimming. <laughs> What the fuck is he making sense? I like (laughs) swimming. Keep swimming.
0: Two fishermen.
2: Two fishermen were out, and they spotted a group of seagulls, and they were pecking at something.
1: The fishermen or the seagulls?
2: The seagulls were pecking at something in the distance, and they go up to what they found out really quickly was a human body. Now, this was a Jane Doe at the time, and it remained a Jane Doe for about a week until it was... She was identified, but it was a human body.
1: Very very reminiscent of season two of The Wire, how that starts out.
2: Two fishermen find Jane Doe covered with seagulls. Oh, no. And a little bit away, this was almost a mile away or a little more, was her purse. And this was her driver's license. And they actually found this... A week later. So she she wasn't a Jane Doe anymore. Well, she it took a week. But she was identified by her employer, actually. But we're going to get to that in a second. But about a mile away, they found her purse with a driver's license, some keys, a pack of cigarettes, a pay stub, makeup, and a fanny pack with $27 in cash in the fanny pack. If you want to read this, this is going into the autopsy of Jane Doe.:
0: Her face was raw with scrapes and contusions and bruises. Her neck was broken, her right leg was sheared off mid-thigh. Shredded tissue and bone was all that remained of her mangled buttocks, part of her arms and the remaining leg. There were busted ribs, and her pelvis had been pulled apart by a brute force. She bled internally, and then she drowned. In other words, she was alive. When whatever it was inflicted all the di- all this damage. Yikes!
2: So before we go any further, I'm pulling a lot of the source information from the San Diego Reader dot com, and the story here is called the uh, the article is from the San Diego Reader. It's called "Naked and Alone in the Ocean at Night." Hmm. So a lot of the source information comes from this one source, and this is the best source that i found that has all the information. Also, I'm pulling a lot of information from old newspapers around San Diego at the time. So this is in 1994. Keep that in mind.
1: May I make a prediction? See, because you asked if, if it was shark attack or murder, and I would like to make a prediction that it was both, that she was shark bait. Oh, I like that. Shark bait.
2: So, I mean, look at this quote here. It says, uh, her neck was broken. Her neck, her completely snapped, broken, broken completely. That's a big force. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, and you're going to hear from other shark experts. I mean, I'm not a shark expert. You're going to (laughs) hear from actual shark experts that uh, the neck doesn't break. If you're attacked by a shark, there's no reason for a shark to break your neck.
0: Unless they chomp on it at the neck. But wouldn't wouldn't there be penetration
1: at the neck of the skin though, too? Not just oh, her for neck sure. broken. Like yeah. maybe she was thrown I think she was thrown off of the cliff, which would give you enough force to break the neck, and then she was attacked by a shark. That's my prediction.
2: Ooh. Quote, there were busted ribs and her pelvis had been pulled apart. The pelvis bone, the one that is in the center of your body, pulled apart. That is a strong bone to be pulled apart. True, but you
1: have to imagine the force of the tides against the cliffs at high tide. How far out was she found?
2: What the hell are you talking about? It it ain't enough force to pull apart a pelvis bone. She bled internally and then she drowned. So it's not saying that, hey, she got bit by a shark. And that's her cause of death. It says she's drowned. That's her cause of death. In other words, she was alive when, quote, whatever it was inflicted all this damage, end quote. Maybe I'm making this more exciting than it really is.
0: No, no. I think it's exciting. <laughs> no, it
1: is exciting. But, I mean, like, the waves, like, the, the ocean is powerful. You know, like, when you think about the ocean, it's not a calm sea all of the time the motion of the ocean that's right it's how you use it so <sighs> the, the 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 ocean the waves they they come crashing in if she is thrown off of a cliff and she breaks her neck what is this
2: thrown off of a cliff what are you talking about you
0: showed us the picture of the cliff
2: that doesn't mean she was thrown off of a cliff but that's
0: my prediction we, that that's like we're going off of what we have so far i'll well, let you
1: finish but Beyonce had the best video of all time.
0: That's right, Kanye.
2: Okay, whatever you guys are talking about. This is, the, this is the two people that found her, if you want to read this.
0: Four minutes later, Robinson and Wade powered through the kelp beds in the rescue boat. They found the victim floating face down and a couple hundred yards off the coast, in line with the site of the Point Loma Nazarene athletic field. It was a woman. Except for a few bracelets, rings, and a butterfly tattoo, she was nude. Her long brown hair indenuated, indelated in the cold currents. Robinson and Wade thought she might have been in her early 20s.
2: Cold it was. Yes, it was April, but the surf was 57 degrees. Very cold.
1: So okay, a nice so she Jen,
2: she falls off a cliff. Okay, there you go, boom. How was she getting nude? Did the shark the Shark. Clothes. I didn't say shark. she fell off a cliff. I said she was thrown off a cliff. So she was thrown off, butt naked. Yeah. If she was if maybe she a assaulted. sex worker, or if she
1: was on a date, date rape is a thing. Like if she, like it could have been a bad situation that she was in. There are plenty of explanations as to why she may have been nude. Also, true.
2: Okay, you are jumping to conclusion.
1: I'm. I am just like trying to make sense of this
2: the autopsy stated and we're going to get quite deep into the autopsy but quote large tearing type wounds with missing tissue end quote most of her right leg gone she wasn't in water for very long there was no idea or any clothing and the The medical examiner, quote, did not specify a precise cause of death, but all involved assumed that at least one shark and probably many more had mauled the woman, end quote. Let me tell you the thinking at the time, the initial time, not a week later when all the media is like, wait, this is not, this didn't happen. And why are we talking about this on a murder podcast? At the time... A gr- a white shark, not a great white. So if you think of Jaws, that is a great white shark. Mm-hmm. A white shark had attacked this Jane Doe. And then blue sharks, a pack of blue sharks, which apparently this is a thing. Once a white shark has had its fill, then the blue sharks, the smaller blue sharks will come in and... Like jackals, remember, uh, like the Lion King, where there's little jackals, the hyenas, the hyenas would yeah. always like get the scraps. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So the blue sharks would come up, and it was noted that she was most likely attacked a lot, in excessive number by these blue sharks. So that is the what they thought at first was her official cause of death.
1: So it said that she had drowned, but then they caught. They said the cause of death was attacked by
2: blue sharks, by a uh, by a white shark, and then blue sharks. Yeah,
1: So drowning wasn't the <laughs> official cause of death.
2: But here's the thing, and we're gonna get to this. Ain't no white sharks in this area at all. They ain't no white sharks in this area at all. This doesn't happen. In fact, it has been a century. Since the last time, there was an actual verified death by a white shark. This doesn't happen. It's not even rare. It's just not a thing. Hmm. But anyway, we're going to get to that. She had a butterfly tattoo on her shoulder. Now, this is still Jane Doe. We don't know who it is. But once a lady, Denise Knox... The owner of an art supply store, which I'm going to get into in a second, saw that on the news that this Jane Doe has a butterfly tattoo on her shoulder. She instantly recognized that that is one of her new employees that hasn't been in work for a few days now. And mm. she's actually been wondering where she was. Now, the boss actually goes to identify the body And you're thinking, you know, why didn't the parents? Well, the parents didn't know. They're not in the same vicinity as this Jane Doe at all. Not even close. This Jane Doe is what you would kind of call a a runaway. So her employer had to verify the body. And her name is Denise Knox. And she said, quote, she looked, I don't know, peaceful, end quote. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Now before she had before she interviewed the body the medical examiner called her on the phone and asked her because there was a lot of people trying to identify the body. They actually called Denise Knox and asked her if she shaved her legs and armpits and that's when Denise Knox was like no she doesn't that is definitely her I'm coming down to identify it hmm. the body. And that was her employee for the last few months so now we know who it is. So,
1: she said that the bot, that the the Jane Doe looked peaceful, which doesn't really line up with um, a shark attack as a cause of death. I yeah. would say, but maybe maybe more so a drowning if you broke your neck upon.
2: I mean, yeah, but what is peaceful if you die suddenly? I mean, I mean, who knows how your face is going to contort in that instant? Yeah, but you know I mean,
1: yeah, but like if like if your body like if you would imagine. I mean, if you're what being- is
2: peaceful? I mean, she she may have been just. You know, delusional, and hey, she could have been a mangled mess. And she was like, oh, God, she died peacefully just to tell herself and her mind to cope with it, kind of thing. You yeah. Know? I, I don't know.
1: I guess when you think of peaceful death, like it's like eyes shut, mouth closed, like yeah, serene.
2: So what you're seeing now is sort of the autopsy. The autopsy is not actually available, the actual autopsy is not available, which is extremely frustrating. So we're going on. <sighs> local sources that apparently have seen the autopsy and are reporting on it but this is basically what we're looking at here number one sand found in the mouth throat lungs and stomach what does that mean what what, what does it mean when sand is found in your stomach
1: oh she drowned yeah she was alive when she made contact with the water or the beach at least she ingested
2: she it. Yeah, she ingested it that means well, where's the sand at on the beach or at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, there you go. At the bottom of the ocean or on the beach, she has sand in her stomach, which means she undeniably had to gulp in sand. She actually had to swallow right. sand, which is really important. So either she did that on the beach or she did that, like Nicole said, at the very bottom of the ocean.
1: Well, it doesn't seem like it was a like it could have been a very shallow part of the ocean, right?
2: Well that uh quote well, that you saw earlier from the two fishermen she was two hundred meters out, which is quite a quite a bit out. And apparently I didn't really get into the area. You don't swim here. You saw the sign that said don't swim, but you don't swim here. This is it's too rough. No one swims here. If she was swimming here, she was the only one. It was only, at her own peril. No not only do you not swim here, but Most tourists don't visit here. It's only locals, and we have some spots like that here. If you go down Sullivan's Island, if you go way down past the rocks where it's really rough, you you might see one or two people out there, but mostly it's locals on the beach, and no one is swimming because that shit is fucking rough. I mean, you you freak, you lost your cell phone out there.
0: Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, fucking tsunami
2: wave. We we were out. Yeah, for... It was was was, a
0: chill evening and a rogue wave came. We
2: were out. All right, so, dude, we were out. It was Nicole, myself, and Jen, and we were with our two dogs at the time. It was, we were at Sullivan's Island. I had my
1: phone, first of all, just to clarify, I had my phone in my pocket and for some reason I said, take your phone out of your pocket, Jen. You don't want it to get wet. So I put it all the way at the top of the dune line. Where we had our keys. It was way up there. It was way out there. Way
2: towards the the area where it's like dunes and grass yeah like no water ever comes up and it was was
0: by the keys because we found the keys thank god and it was
2: very calm on sullivan's island at this particular time and i noticed that the the surf the uh the water was kind of backing up the tide was going out, and we were kind of getting out, sort of far. But it was really quiet and eerie. It was no waves yeah, or anything. It was
1: a weird night. Like it, it was, was like re- wow. We were all really, real commenting on it. Like how, what? Is, what the fuck is with this water? Re- yeah.
2: It was really calm, and then all of a sudden, it was this huge tidal wave that just came up. And I mean, I, I was in the like halfway in the middle of the beach or the water, and I fell. Like I. It yes. had enough force to knock me on my ass. I found my flip flops. <laughs> and then it completely cleared out everyone. It went all the way up to the dunes. It was violent. It and took
0: quite a while for us to find our car keys. Yeah, yeah. That luckily been a our
2: fucking dogs... Survived. It we was
0: survived. bad.
2: Yes. It was, and it was not only bad, but it was very unsuspecting.
0: And Jen never it was found her phone.
2: Out of nowhere, and her nice iPhone was completely gone. It was, it was
1: just, an iPhone eight. It still
2: is an iPhone eight, but, but still, it was just so. Unexpecting it was just out of nowhere, man. And
1: it, I never part with uh-oh. my phone. Like we know, like my Ever. phone is always attached to my hip, and I was just like, put it put it on the beach, Jen. Like that way you don't have to worry about it getting I, wet.
0: I never I always keep it in the car when we go to
2: yeah. the beach.
0: So and when, when never I never st- would have thought
2: about it. When I say stories like this, if it says don't swim. If you think about going to the beach and you see a sign, man, I'm fucking telling you, I mean, you don't have to. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but I would, I would definitely abide There's by a that sign, sign for the reason. If that sign's there, then fucking abide by it because it's there for a fucking reason. Most likely because a lot of people have died in that specific area. Same At least with this. one, yeah. So anyway, let's talk about the attack, if you will. If you're seeing the diet. You see the diagram right here. I'll put it on talkmore.com. Sand was found in the mouth, throat, lungs, and stomach. There is no other explanation besides the fact that at one point she had gulped down physically, consciously. Her body was alive. <clears throat> Gulping down like you would some spaghetti. The sand. She had actively done that. Her neck was broken, which is not a common thing in a shark attack. Her leg from the thigh down was completely severed, missing, not there anymore. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Not even there. She had broken ribs, scrapes, bruises, and contusions. Now you're thinking, oh, okay, what is this? I mean,
0: a a shark,
2: (laughs) like what the fuck? You're about to see that ain't no shark, even Jaws would do this. This is something different, so
1: could now, it have been like a tidal wave with all those rocks there? yeah
2: well,
0: or the, the reef below?
2: There's a couple explanations, and the one i'm kind of one I'm kind of leaning towards is um like a shark NATO type of event where sharks just are flying around the fucking air. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I have not seen those
2: movies. All right. So let's talk about the attack. It occurred in a remote section of the beach used by locals and surfers two miles south of the nearest lifeguard station. Lieutenant Charlie Wright of San Diego lifeguard division said, quote, I would. Now, this is lifeguard. Every day he's out there. Freaking Zac Efron, eight pack every fucking day.
0: I did see that movie. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't finish it.
2: I watched it all. You did? He said, quote, yes, I, I would say this I would <sighs> say I would say this is more than rare based on the geographic area we cover and the number of beach patrons that come to the beach. This is absolutely unheard of. It's rarer than rare. End quote. Hmm. This is a guy that is there every single day. Not only does sharks not attack here, sharks a- aren't here. There's no sharks here at all. Huh. This is not something that happens it's
0: there there's no sharks in that that area
2: there's no sharks in that area
0: that's weird
2: hmm. however, the official cause of death was at first an accident and drowned in the aftermath of a great white shark attack. However, the medical examiner has never done a shark attack in his career. So that cause of death was actually before anything else came out for any other information came out. Was downgraded to not a great white shark, but a white shark, which is a completely different species. Uh-huh. A great white shark would be, in relative terms, would be like a brown grizzly bear, and a white shark would be a little cub. Very different in size. So it was downgraded because there's a great white. If you, a great white, if you see jaws. That's a great white. The great white, great white is the the jaws.
1: Do you think that maybe perhaps the person that it, that it was involved in this that's not just her? If we're saying there's a third party, could have illegally had a white shark and like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the
1: fuck? That's an interesting like a pet thought.
2: fucking shark.
1: Yeah, I mean, like people out there have all kinds of crazy pets. Like my cousin has a tiger. Drove
2: him to the fucking ocean in his van.
1: Uh, I I, I know. I mean, like, you know, I don't know, like, (laughs) like maybe people have access to these animals that, you know, you don't think about because the lifestyle is so different than down here up north. You know, it's out west. It's they have all kinds of crazy shit out there.
2: We have crazy sharks out here, too. Yeah, I know. I see sharks all the time. Tiger sharks, especially in the
1: water. But you're saying that you there's tiger no sharks, sharks in the water.
2: You saw a fucking tiger shark in the water. Remember those? I saw a lemon shark. Two dudes fucking that I? worked for the, uh, yeah. the state that yeah. fished out that. That was a tiger shark.
0: I thought it was a lemon shark. A well, lemon I do shark? remember you getting stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that
2: fucking <laughs> She stopped. was talking about that for weeks. Oh my God, it hurts.
0: Well, I, it did fucking
2: <laughs> hurt. I peed all over her. I was no,
0: like, you, know, you, didn't. <laughs> you, actually, pee. you didn't. You actually did it. You don't have any shy. fucking pee in you. You got shy.
2: I was like, this is what YouTube says. I got to pee on your face. You didn't
0: have to pee. <laughs> you went to Home Depot to see if you could find some fucking ammonia. And I ran my leg under hot water, as hot water yeah. as you could, because that's what I all, would have peed on you, Nicole, if I had to. You got to pee on yet. the face.
2: You got to pee on her face. No, I'm
1: where <laughs> it fit. But listen. <laughs> my skin bubbled, okay?
2: Oh, my God. You were over exaggerating. There's no
1: sharks in this area, so what I'm saying <laughs> there are is no sharks in this area in the in the story. Oh, oh. So, like you're saying, there's no great white sharks or white sharks in the area. So maybe this person was wealthy, was hiring her for you know a and late a night shark. rendezvous, and maybe they sub <laughs> may or maybe she had some debt to pay, and he subjected her to a shark attack. You never know. Unless you do know,
2: that thing's more out there than Sharknado, <laughs> which is a great fucking movie, by the way. I have it's seen actually it. a really good plot. I mean, kudos to someone to coming up with that shit. I mean, there's so actually, much. Actually,
0: I think we did see one of the Sharknado. I have not. There's
2: so many fucking films that are just the same fucking plot, and you finally have some guy that's breaking the mold. You know, it's like that Rubber movie with that tire killing people. I watched
0: it. Did I tell you guys that I, I mean, had a movie night with it? It's
2: not fucking great, but it's better than the same old bullshit.
0: <laughs> he... John can't wait to show you the camp movies that we watched the last year. Did you huh? guys watch Rubber? Because camp I watched ones?
1: Rubber.
2: What camp ones? Camp Sleepaway? Oh, Is those it a are glamping good. movie? No, it's like a horror camp. I love horror movies, man.
1: October. I watched Rubber. I watched Rubber and you do you know he advances and he turns into a tricycle at the end?
0: I did not know that. Well, well, uh, John is already thinking about what he wants to force me to watch this October. I watch horror movies in October. I mean, we got to watch them together.
2: We're going to watch some Night on Elm Street. That okay. shit okay. is fucking I'm Okay with scary. older horror movies yeah, where he same. comes up through the bed. Where Freddy Krueger comes up through the bed, through the middle of the kid, and he just sprays blood up all on the ceiling. Yeah, I mean, oh, that I might be like that. a carry moment. <laughs> <laughs> Detectives, shark killed woman, case closed. And this is from a San Diego newspaper. If you want to read this,
0: that sounds like a cop out, if you ask me. No pun intended. Detectives, shark killed woman, case closed. San Diego. Homicide detectives have closed their investigation into the death of a San Diego woman saying that she was a victim of a white shark not murder. Detectives interviewed the victim's roommate.
2: Coco Campbell, let me stop you there real let me stop you there real quick. The fact that this would even suggest a murder means that they've had doubts and those doubts have came from many of friends people that have known michelle which i'm about to show you her picture in a second who have known the victim and said this isn't no this isn't a shark attack at all i mean we're locals in this area sharks don't come out here i'm sorry like you need to re re re-investigate this so the local police they actually say to the media that this was quote not murder. So obviously there is doubt that maybe this is a murder.
1: But at the same time, good for them for doing their due diligence to make sure that it wasn't a murder.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, that's a good point. But do Shark do the Saint Petersburg or what is uh fucking San no. Diego. We just did the last story. But do the San Diego police that aren't really the beach police. Do they really know what a shark attack looks like? I mean, they they, they do, you know, regular crime. Uh, quote, homicide detectives began an investigation into the case after police received anonymous phone calls, calls, more than one, alleging Von Emster, which is the victim tonight. I'm, I'm about to show you a photo here in a second. Her name is Michelle Von Imster, 25 year old. Anonymous phone calls alleging Von Imster was the victim of foul play. Now go back to the autopsy. She's missing a fucking leg. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, all right. Callers claim the 25 year old woman would not swim alone or without a bathing suit. She was found completely nude. They wondered why her purse was found on the cliff above the beach and why her clothing was never found if she did swim in the, the nude. One caller suggested the shark attack was a clever disguise for murder. Detectives still cannot account for Von Emster's final hours. Her roommate told detectives she dropped off Von Emster near the beach at about 8 p.m. on April 14th. This is the Michelle von Imster right here.
0: Young girl. Young, yeah, reddish hair. Nice smile. Young, yeah.
2: And she is, yeah, she's young. Do, do you think she's a uh, free spirit? Do you think she would swim in the nude? I don't know. I mean, you
1: I can't... love skinny dipping. <gasps> I've been skinny dipping too. Where?
0: In Massachusetts. Oh, that was good. Like, it was like, wh- you're, the way you said it, you're like, I do this all so the time. So why do girls
2: do that? Because, all right, let me tell it you... It feels l-
0: freeing.
2: Well, let me tell you a little bit about her, and we're going to get into her background. But she is actually, a swimmer. She's a too. She is an experienced swimmer and a surfer, and she would actually surf in the nude. Like, why would that be appealing to women?
0: So, it just su- feels good. I don't know what to tell you.
2: Because it goes in your coochie?
0: No, no, it feels
1: freeing. Because we're so, like... I don't want to say not free. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, but it, like, like we're like society expects us to be so like contained. Yeah, and then you just go out and you just have fun.
2: I would imagine most guys don't want to get butt ass naked. And let me just preface this by saying you
0: have dangling things that no, may, I'm just, well, yeah, may snip
2: at. Let's, I'm just saying, no matter what your sexual preference is, you cannot deny that the female body. Is more beautiful and elegant than a man's hairy ass. <laughs> fucking. Agreed. With dangling balls, fucking all wrinkly and shit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> fucking hair everywhere. <laughs>
1: well, it depends if they're not hairy and they have a nice, like, you know, eight pack or
0: something, you know. That's Which a is different. literally no one. <laughs> Unless you're Zach Efron.
2: Michelle Von Emster, who you're looking at now, she seems young. Immature, maybe a hippie type. But I want to tell you, this girl is to be respected even in death. And you're about to see why. But a little bit about her background. She loved to swim in the ocean. She was a free spirit. She surfed. She was a cat lover. She had a cat named Cassidy, a white cat with pink ears and green eyes. She lived in Ocean Beach, which was near San Diego. She was drifting around Ocean Beach for a few years. She was a drifter. I mean, why do you think her boss had to identify her body? She was a drifter. Her parents were nowhere to be found. They had no idea she was killed at all. That's sad. She was... They didn't even know where she was. She was saving up money to move back home, and she grew up in San Carlos, California, one of five girls she graduated from Notre Dame high School in nineteen eighty six the year I was born. She did a few years at St Mary's College, which is a pretty prominent college. okay, she is a drifter she has she has taken minimum wage jobs she is not it seems like she just wants to be free spirited skinny dipping at the beach, not caring about anything. You know, just living her life. And initially, you'd be like, well, I mean, come on, man. Like, do something with your life. However, if you want to read this.
1: I mean, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, as long as you're doing enough to get by.
2: No, I I understand that. But this is why.
0: Shark attack victim had battled cancer
2: and won. Wow. Michelle Von Emster, the woman you just saw, this woman right here, Mm -hmm. 25-year-old. 25-year-old, not only cancer, cancer is bad no matter what cancer it is, but if you read The uh, Emperor of All Maladies by that one author that I can't pronounce his name, Mujerki or whatever, I read half of it. It's fucking really long. Anyway, he talks about leukemia. Mm -hmm. Leukemia is the fucking devil of cancer. That is the cancer... That is the most disgusting and vile out of any cancer, according to what I read in this fucking book.
1: Well, not only that, but isn't it the most common cancer to attack children? I think Yeah, a lot of children have it. white blood cells
2: and... So, she had leukemia, Mm, which is literally nearly unbeatable. A year later, after intense radiation, and in fact, this is from the newspaper, quote... Chamber of Radiation Horrors, Uh. end quote. She is 25 years fucking old. She was at St. Mary's, found out she had leukemia, which is a fucking death sentence. A year later, after a, quote, Chamber of Radiation Horrors, she beats it. Completely beats it. And you're telling me, why you wouldn't just fucking leave and go to the beach, take a minimum wage job and swim butt naked in the ocean every oh, night. yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Fucking sure. yes. Fuck yes. I'm going
0: to do that right now.
2: Good for you. I mean, this is a fucking sad story, but fuck, good for you. That made me so happy when I saw that. That she beat leukemia? Not only that, but she just said, fuck it, I'm going to do what I fucking want to do. I'm going to go where I know nobody, Ocean Beach, which is way far away from my home. I ain't got nothing to lose. I don't even have a fucking job yet. I'm going to go take whatever, and every night I'm going to make sure I'm on a fucking beach, and I'm going to make sure I'm butt naked and I'm in the fucking surf. That's fucking great. That is great. So if anything about this story, remember her for that and try to think of yourself like what, you know, what how would you can, do? Yeah. what would you do? How can you empower yourself like that? Anyway, she was living in a rented house on Poinsettia Drive and Loma Portal. And eventually she would drift closer, 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 rental house, rental house, rental house, you know, roommate, 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 roommate until she got right on Ocean Beach. Ocean Beach is not a very glamorous spot, especially where she was. She was sharing a bedroom at 4999 Muir Avenue in a, quote, sleazy Ocean Beach neighborhood known as the War Zone, Mm. known for drugs, mayhem and cheap rent. She lived off the grid and did not own a car. She settled for a minimum wage job to make ends meet, end quote. So we have something like that called Folly Beach down here. Where it's kind of shitty. Not shitty. It's pretty shitty. It's a beach town. <laughs> it's a little hippy-dippy. <laughs> it's uh, kind of... So when I, when you see... Oh, and the reason I say that is when you see Ocean Beach, you may think, oh, it's wealthy. Stuff like that. But a lot of these beach towns, they make a lot of money during the summertime. But during the rest of the year, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's sleazy, but... You know, even though it's at the beach, the rent's really not that much. Which is great. <clears throat> I mean, good for you. Yeah, but that also invites drugs and stuff like that. And and the reason I'm saying this is because one of the theories is she was killed by a drug dealer. Ah. Does that make sense? hmm That's why I'm saying this. <clears throat> not because your boyfriend is living there. He's not my boyfriend. Oh, so you have decided.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like, he never was my boyfriend. We was just a potential boyfriend.
2: Now let's uh let's put some mystery into this, if you guys will. She worked at Cabrillo Stationery. Her boss actually identified the body, and which was an art office supply business. She only took the job because her current job or the job she was before at Rumors Coffee Shop, she had a stalker. And no one knows, even to this day, who the stalker was. The only thing we know is that he rode a motorcycle. And he apparently was extremely creepy. He was a, quote, weird guy, end quote, who actually requested copies of her autopsy when she was dead.
1: That is weird.
2: Very weird. The roommate said on the, the day of her death, this is what happened. She said it was not unusual for Michelle to go to the beach alone every night swimming in the nude. She dropped off uh, her roommate at the beach around 8 p.m. on April 14th. They had actually had tickets to a Pink Floyd concert. However, the concert tickets they bought were not valid for some reason, so they did not get in. On the way back, she was kind of bummed. She's like, hey, just drop me off at the beach. She was wearing a trench coat. I don't know what was under it. I'm imagining she had full clothes under it, but that trench coat was never found, and then she was found in the nude.
1: Wait, Pink Floyd was still around in the 90s? They are probably doing there for I a th- I honestly counters. think they're still
2: around now, man. So let's let's move on with the story. Let's talk about some of the experts in shark Bites. I guess this is Ralph Collier, a leading expert in Pacific coast, white shark behavior and ecology and author of shark attacks of the 20th century. He says, quote,
0: one of the things that struck me was the condition of the limb. Collier said when I reached him by phone in 2013, when a white shark bites off the part of a limb, the break is clean. Almost like you put it on a table saw. What remained of Michelle's femur was anything but, It looks like what happens when you get a piece of bamboo and a whittle it down to a point with a knife. The bone became to a point. This type of injury caused when a bone is twisted under a great deal of force.
2: He also says, quote, there are too many things in this case that are not consistent with white shark behavior.
0: But something else in the autopsy report bothered Collier. Sand was found in her throat, in her throat, in her nasal passages, her lungs and her stomach. For all this to have happened in accordance with the autopsy findings, the shark would have had to have grabbed Michelle and pushed her face first into the ocean bottom in order to have her ingested all this material. He said that white sharks don't do that. In order to have sand to have gotten into her lungs, Collier said she would have had to have been alive, which would have been impossible if a white shark had indeed bitten off her leg. Interesting.
2: Going back to the the bone that's whittled down like a point, he says, quote, for example, a boat's propeller could have caused such an injury, but oh. not a shark bite. Interesting. I've looked at close to 100 photos of cases that I have reviewed over the years, and I've never seen any bones that came to a point, end quote. Now look at what Nicole just read. She had sand in her stomach. How would she get sand in her stomach? This is and this is a thing. A shark. You know how an alligator will bite you and then spin like they do the death roll.
1: No, but I'm petrified of alligators. Holy so. shit! So
2: they'll if an alligator bites you, Jen, they won't just bite you and just gnaw at you. They'll spin extremely fast, and the the rotation. They'll just go around in, in circles really fast. It's called the death roll. So what that's doing is breaking all your bones at the same time. As you you are spinning around as well.
1: Like this way or this way?
2: This way. Like they'll spin. So they're like going like this. Th- their whole body will spin huh. 300, you know, 360 yeah. degrees. Interesting. And it's called the death roll. So a shark has some similar behavior, but... Instead of doing the spin, he'll grab, you know, whatever, and then take him down to the bottom. So if it's a a bird or a fish that needs oxygen, now he's at the very bottom. He's going to suffocate. So it is possible that a white shark had grabbed a hold of Michelle and then immediately took her to the bottom. The reason I'm saying that is there's sand in her stomach. Right. Either, either, there's two reasons for that. Number one, she Gulped a bunch of sand on the fucking shore, uh, the you know the sand dunes right at the beach, or she sucked a bunch of sand up at the bottom of the ocean.
1: Well, she could have been taken by a tidal wave. Either way, she had to suck
2: up yeah. sand either on the the shore mm-hmm. where there's nothing but sand, or at the bottom of the ocean right. where there's sand. Right. That's the only way sand could get in her stomach. Yeah. So either she. Sucked up sand on the shore, or a shark grabbed her and brought her all the way down to the bottom of the ocean, where the the ocean the ocean floor was at that specific point, and she sucked in the sand that was, you know, blanketing the the surface oh, there. Right. That's the only way she could have sand in her stomach. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. She had to have ingested it. You guys are
2: talking. You guys are looking at me like this is a fucking shark attack. Why are we doing this?
1: No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. No, I already gave you my theory.
2: Uh, He also says, quote, the damage would have severed her femoral artery Mm. and she would have bled to death quickly. But for her to have sand in her stomach, she had to take a big gulping breath as she made contact with the sand. After I reviewed the data, that's all I could come up with. He also noted numerous cuts and bruisings. She likewise had to have received those injuries while she was alive, end quote. Now, her neck was broken, which is probably the most prominent injury besides her leg being completely fucking detached, Right. right? So, a shark could do that. A shark grabs your ass, especially a white great white shark, like fucking Jaws. And takes you down to the bottom of the floor with so much force that you impact the bottom of the ocean floor and your neck breaks. However, apparently that's not common for white sharks to do. Now, I'm not a shark expert, but apparently it's not the common thing.
0: The last straw was the complete absence of any white shark tooth impressions among the many bite marks visible on Von Emster's torso. Collier said that the white shark fangs leave specific and easily identifiable impressions. Quote, we can even determine the size of the shark from the tooth impression. There were no such tooth impressions anywhere in Michelle's body from a wild shark. There were too many things in this case that are not consistent with white shark behavior. Interesting.
2: Let me skip right quick to the theories just to kind of tell you what people are thinking some of the theories are number one and there's a lot she fell off the sunset cliffs which is what jen said
1: no i said she was thrown off
2: thrown off yeah she or whatever but how did that how does that explain her nudity number two she was run over by a boat while surfing and she did surf in the nude she was hit by a car, and this is why I personally, after reviewing this case, I kind of think she was hit by a car, which the broken neck mm-hmm. and the contusions that a shark didn't make, the broken ribs, for instance, she was hit by a car and maybe the guy was like, oh, fuck me, God damn it! I can't deal with this, and throw her off the fucking edge there. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of speculation here. She was in a pornographic snuff film. <laughs> These are fucking theories, guys. She was, quote, loaded up on LSD at the Pink Floyd concert and then went for the Fatal Swim. She committed suicide. She face-planted in a body-surfing accident and snapped her neck. She cheated a dope dealer and he drowned her and she was a victim of a stalker or a nut job. Mm. That's a theory <laughs>
1: Those are all very interesting theories.
2: I mean, I, to be honest, what's your theory? My, I mean, my theory is in the shark. I mean, I'm sorry.
1: Yours is a shark? No, his isn't the shark. I said. mean, no, it is a shark. No, is I the mean, shark? the fucking
2: she got her leg. Goddamn, fucking! If I, if I was to kill you, I'm not going to rip your leg off like a fucking maniac.
1: I think I really think that <laughs> it's a combination of her being tossed off of the cliff whether it be a car accident and someone just trying to get rid of the body or a drug dealer or, you know, yeah. or, or or even an accident if she was with a boyfriend and maybe he grabbed her and she fell. There has to have been some, some connection with her falling off of those cliffs. You see the rocky areas. But why
2: was she naked, though? If she was hit by a car, they're not going to strip her butt naked and throw her off the fucking cliff. You know... I mean, that's just ridiculous. Well...
1: I don't know, but I mean, like, there has to be some combination. I think, like, the the, the leg may have been a shark, but I think that she had to have fallen off the yeah, cliff somehow.
2: She could easily have, and what I'm trying to say, guys, is she could easily have died, been thrown in the water, and then a shark once she drifted out a little bit, because she would come back when tide comes in. Right,
1: wow. but she couldn't have died and then been fallen off the cliff because she has sand in oh, her Oh, yeah, lungs. that's a good point. She had to have been alive when she fell off of the yeah, cliff and then girl. snapped her neck,
2: and the, the falling off the cliffs, falling off the cliffs could definitely snap her neck. For sure. I mean, you you saw the cliffs. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, not only the distance, but the rocks and all those contusions and things that happen. A lot of
2: people die on those cliffs. Exactly.
1: So I, I think that there has to be some combination of that, you know, whether whatever, maybe she went to the concert and she was walking along the cliffs and fell off. You know, it could have been an accident. But there has to be, I, I really think there has to be some involvement with the cliffs. I don't think that it's just a shark attack.
2: All right, so this is a shark, A this is a great white shark here. Now, there were only two to three white shark attacks on humans on the West Coast per year, and they're not fatal. Diving safety officer named Wayne Polyak said, quote, the shark was categorized as a white shark rather than a great white because it probably wasn't any longer than 12 feet. Just a fucking big-ass yeah. beast, dude. Anyway, in 1993, a lifeguard saw her. This is to give credence to the fact that she's swimming naked. And this was an anonymous source, but he was free diving for lobster up the South Garbage Beach, to name a beach South Garbage, you know a sketch. Yeah, I mean. He says he was off duty and free diving for lobster on the South Garbage Beach when he witnessed Michelle Von Emster swimming naked. Quote, the water was fairly warm, so it must have been October. I saw someone swimming far out farther than you would expect a human to be swimming Quote, it gets cold after 10 or 20 minutes. She was topless. There was also a guy with or with a military haircut. All right. So what do you guys... I mean, I gave you the theories. It's it's not really too much on this case, obviously. Let me talk about this one guy that's super, super creepy.
1: This guy... Oh, he looks creepy.
2: He's really fucking creepy. His website is on the Ark of archive sites. I looked it up on the archive government sites, but it's EdwinDecker.com, but you gotta find it on the uh, Wayback Archive sites. Anyway, his name is Edwin Decker, and he apparently knew Michelle prior to her death.
0: I first met her at Rumors probably around February nineteen ninety four. An OB writer bartender named Edwin Decker says Quote, the coffee shop was owned by Bill Winston, who also owned Winston's, the bar I worked in. The two buildings were connected, so the back door of Winston's was also the back door of Rumors. I would often go into Rumors through that door and get a coffee before my shift. I was instantly attracted to her. Quote, he remembers a pretty woman who dressed in jeans and girly tops, and who sported a much patchouli oil, a hippie vibe. Quote, aside from her beauty, which was soft and warm and wholly feminine, she was intelligent. Quote, she told him she liked to surf naked.
2: Now, I'm not saying this guy killed her at all. I just want to point out that this guy's fucking really goddamn creepy, and you're about to see why. If you look at his website, he is some pseudo-author or poet, poetress? Poet? Poet. Poet. <laughs> poet. poet. Poetress. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, as soon as she dies... And the news comes out. He decides to write a poem. 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 She just. He decides to write a beautiful poem about her. He says, "A butterfly on her shoulder, which I remembered that night, on my couch when I, like the shark, chewed on her lips and took off her shirt." I Man, s- who the fuck says that? I think that's de- incriminating. I think it's saying what that a fucking dead girl. He was with her that night. <laughs> apparently he was, if you read the whole interview, he was with her and they were making out, but then she went to the Pink Floyd concert and honestly, this story, she went to the Pink Floyd concert. She didn't get in. She got back. She goes swimming naked. Her own roommate drops her off at 8 PM. No one's there. This is a remote section of the beach She's naked. She likes swimming naked. That's why I put the quote in with the lifeguard. No one's there. She's not found till the next day. Completely mauled by sharks. All the wounds on her were obvious by sharks. The reason I'm doing this story, obviously, is because a lot of people think it's a murder. They think she was killed and then thrown in there. But, I mean, to be honest, use fucking logic for a second, no one was out there. You know, even if she did have a stalker, like he would be at that exact spot. I mean, that is feeding time time for sharks Mm -hmm. when she went in the water. Yeah. And anyway, I I found this. Now, I cannot substantiate this. This last thing we're going to talk about. I cannot prove this. I just added this in here. Please do not take this as fact. But this is a post from Web Sleuths about this specific case. If you want to read this.
0: Michelle's sister here. The public does not have all the facts. A decision made by the family. Michelle was not murdered. There is no mystery around her death. Thank you, Teresa
2: Colin So, apparently... Oh, that was recent, too. Whoever wrote this on June 20th, 2021, her name is Teresa Colin. Now, like I said, I did not do any after work to substantiate this claim at all. So if you want to go do that yourself, you can. However, Teresa Colon is claiming that she is the sister of Michelle Von Emster. She says that, quote, a decision made by the family, Michelle was not murdered. There is no mystery around her death, end quote. The police also think that it is very uncommon for a shark to attack someone in this area, especially in such a violent nature with breaking their neck and stuff like that. But that's like you going into the ocean and telling a shark, wait, you don't do that. You don't act like that. It's a fucking shark. Yeah. It's like you going into the wilderness and pretending a bear is not going to fucking maul you to death.
1: <laughs> wait, you're supposed to be Yogi. Like where have a picnic basket. You're yeah. all set. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, to, to tell a shark that, Oh, he can't, Bring her down to the bottom of the ocean and break her neck. It's a fucking shark, man. He'd do whatever he wants. he do whatever the fuck he wants. He's the fucking king of his jungle. I'm just saying. It's very sad that this happened. And honestly, the best thing to do is think about her as a survivor. I mean, she fucking lived, or she died doing what she fucking loved. Fucking know that. Yeah. Battle cancer, beat it, and then died doing what the fuck she loves. So, when you go back to the employer, that was like, she died and she looked so peaceful. Well, fuck. You know? She's surfing, swimming naked, and got bitten by the element. Anyway, that's the mystery of, uh... Mm. Michelle Von Impster, Hope you guys like that. Yeah. I did. Uh, Maybe not.
0: <laughs> no, I did. It makes me a little cautious going into the ocean. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, well,
2: I did this because of Shark Week, and it's very important, man. Like, don't just go out into the fucking ocean like everything's okay alone. Fine. Dude, like, people do that. It's just like, oh, let's go to the ocean swimming and, like, no, no fucking problems. Nicole can tell you she got her ass bit by a fucking jellyfish or stung by a jellyfish. Not fun. That shit's out there, man. You're out in their element. You need to be fucking careful. Watch those signs. They're not there to piss you the fuck off and oppress you. They're there to save your fucking life. Yeah. Especially those signs as say don't fucking swim because there's probably a bunch of people that died there. Yeah. So all you assholes going to the ocean and clogging up our beaches make sure you fucking follow the rules but
1: lakes are okay
2: yeah unless there's <laughs> unless, unless unless a, unless in a, there a too. fucking piranha <laughs> in there <laughs> i'm just kidding anyway that's i know it was a crazy week i didn't yeah. want to get too deep in the gruesome shit hope you guys like that i'm gonna try to do some requests next week for you guys to get back to the gruesomeness I kind of want to take a break, you know, a week off and do some lighter stories. But thank you so much for supporting us, guys, on Patreon. And we'll have some exclusive episodes coming up this week for you guys. And until next time, my name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. Until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people.